Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of, of True News from Hell's Space. This is episode three, and today I will be talking about my views on current broader topics. Well, I'll start with the Supreme Council. Some of their decisions recently have been odd. The one that most people, even after 11 major cycles that are, people are still interested in, is the events that brought the Arakai War. Now, there are a few things that are known. The first thing is that the Arakai were technically... I apologize. The Arakai were let in to the Federation. It is widely... Well, I'll get to that later. It is also known that the Supreme Council was split, with the difference being made by simply one person. With the difference being made by only one person, it is unknown who that person is. However... It is known that they were accepted into the Federation, and while they were being brought in, while their first set of diplomats were going to the capital, some odd individual, it is believed to be a recluse, came in and killed the group. It was revealed later on, two major cycles later, that they had plans to get in to the capital and destroy it by, well, <clears throat> a terrorist attack that most likely would have been one of the worst events in recent galactic history, aside from the devastating attacks on Muku and Ivan, which I'm aware most people don't want to think about. Now, it is also believed that it could have been someone else. It is believed that Ivik was involved in the process of the events that started it, but it is unknown what side he played, what he voted for. It is unknown, and I don't think it will ever be known until he publicly states it. This is an event that I am aware many people are intrigued in. However, I don't believe there was any malintent through the people who voted for the Arakai joining. I believe everyone who did that thought that the Arakai wanted to end this war that has been lasting for so long. Many people think that the Arakai war started just very recently, at least relatively speaking. But... The Arakai were at war with the Federation the very day that the capital was chosen. It lasted even past the era of the Shithwar Empire. Now, <clears throat> it is not known anything else about it for... A hundred percent guarantee. However, I do believe that there are other things that we can assume. 
Knowing that it managed to get all the way to the Supreme Council, it didn't have to be voted for every single time. However, at least 25% of the people in each council needed to vote for it, for it to be sent to the next level. And that got raised to 30 once it reached the three councils. Sorry, four. I, I apologize for that. However, I am truly surprised that it didn't passed that much. So I do believe some of the earlier ones were infiltrated by spies. It is also known that there were many double agents for that. But there are more things to talk about the council than just the events leading up to the Erekai War. Other notable topics are some of the recent activities. It is odd, but the even king was removed from his council, the one that the people in his position usually are. And, well, he is now in... <coughs> is now... <coughs> I apologize for that. He is now in a play... <coughs> oh, wow, I, I apologize for all the inconveniences that are occurring right now. However, I do believe that there were definitely a few odd occurrences with that. The main one being that he was promoted with, even though Vernax seems to almost despise him. Now, there's probably no personal hate between the two, but you know, I assume most of you know how Vernax works, how his brain works at this point. Well, at least what's on the surface. It could be possible that... No one knows for in reality. No, I don't... <clears throat> I apologize for the mistakes that I've been making. No one knows how his brain works or what he's thinking. It is impossible to know those things. Well, near impossible for people to know those things. However, I do believe that... He is an incredibly mysterious individual. <coughs> Anyways. Oh, wait. Anyways, I apologize for that. Even though most of you... Either way. There are other things that I am interested in speaking with them. I'm aware that was a rather short topic that I didn't really finish. But it is odd. Recently... There has been even more instability with the council. And I will talk about others, but as I stated, the growing hostility between the Warrior Collective and the Sheathor Empire is very, very interesting, to say the very least. Now, I have no idea whether this will escalate. I, I already talked about this last episode. It... Is It is not worth talking about at the current moment, even though it isn't escalating as much as I had assumed it would, considering how fast it happened. How...
However, the the council has had a few strange occur things occurring. They, the majority of them, said that there is a likely chance of earthquakes and other events happening on the capital world, especially in the area surrounding the capital. Now, this is very uncommon. However, it definitely is something that can happen. People are not sure of it, but I do believe that that might occur. I don't think it's going to be that bad, however. No, it could be terrible. The few that have happened in the Federation's history are all catastrophic, and seeing one happen in our lifetimes is something that I never really expected. So, I guess we might want to think about that. But my trust on the Council seems to... I still believe most of the things they say, but more and more they prove to say and do things that don't really make too much sense. Another explanation is how they denied all possible... They denied ever there being a... A.S.L. Factory hidden in one of the Ondor planets. They blatantly lied about there never being a battle there. They said that Matthew died of regular, natural causes. And that... But others said that he disappeared and nobody knows. It swiftly went to that being the story. Presumably, he was lost in a mission that was not publicly shown yet. A mission that involved stealing plans for a new type of factory, a new type of mega factory. I don't believe this. Other people said, and by other people, I mean Ivik and the even king, said that he died on the mission to steal the plans for a Arakai base for the fifth brood, not the fifth, the sixth brood, as well as the seventh now, I don't believe any of these. That might just be me, but I think that all of these are an attempt to cover it up. Why do I think this? Because I believe he was sent to the Andor mission, which I know for a fact is correct that it did happen, because I saw it happen. You cannot deny that it did not happen. If you didn't see it, you'd never heard about any of the sightings or recordings that all mysteriously disappeared. Well, I don't know what to say to you if you've heard all that and still don't believe it, but if you have never heard about all that, well, it all happened. The battle on Ondor did, in fact, happen. Well, yeah, my, my trust in the council is 
diminishing very quickly. But there are a few other things. <clears throat> it is not that big of a stretch to assume that I live in... I apologize for that. That I live in Herith space. Obviously, it is in the very title. My trust in the People's Republic of Herith does not exist. Well, it used to, when I was a lot, lot younger. Or at least, relatively speaking. Or maybe not. I'd rather not give any hints to my identity, which isn't hard if I... Well, if I don't give any, considering how many people there are and how many people might actually sound very similar. I'm getting off topic. It is very odd. Many high-ranking officials in the PROH's government have seemingly disappeared, committed suicide, or resigned. There have been a few whistleblowers, however not many. Considering many of these people, their houses were completely empty when searched. Some of them were reportedly assassinated with the culprits not known, security camera feeds, completely going out. The people supposedly going to operate the cameras, the people whose job to, well, watch the security cameras, all seemingly fell asleep or went to the restroom. I don't believe that that could have possibly happened in every single time. That does not make any sense. How someone could be a... No, not just one person. Seventeen individuals assassinated. Each one of them having the cameras malfunction, the people repairing them, somehow not being there that day, or leaving only minutes before and returning only minutes after. That is impossible, that it happens every single time, which means that I know that they were assassinated by rival politicians, or they were attempting to say something. No. It isn't the biggest stretch to assume that that is correct. The famous Equato Bar on the poles of well not exactly the poles it is the equato I, I apologize for saying it correctly the equato bar in oh, what was that why is this why am i messing up so many times this episode it doesn't make that much sense at all well either way should probably continue <coughs> Where was I? Oh, yes. The Aquato Bar on Mythax seems to have many famous and successful wealthy individuals going there that don't want you to know that they went there. It is a place that I wouldn't recommend going anywhere near. I wouldn't recommend getting in a... I wouldn't recommend getting within a one-kilometer radius of the place, maybe even seven.
It is, it is not a great place at all. Though, extremely wealthy individuals are spotted there every single day. There is never less than three politicians or wealthy businessmen spending their time in the most notorious bar in the entire galaxy. Now, all those that have been allegedly spotted there, I do not believe that they are all correct. I do believe that at least... At least 50% of them were. Maybe 46.32, if I'm being generous and more specific at the exact same time. Though, if I don't want to be generous, I could say around 49.36. I... well... It is... Obviously not looking good for those who are, and everyone who was confirmed to be there was removed by Vernax personally, which is something I am not sure of, but I do respect his... whatever it is. Everyone knows how his brain works, though. It is... Often a detriment or something that saves the Federation. I don't think it's ever been neutral. However, back to the PROH. There have also been some officials, even the president of the PROH, supposedly working with the Krabs family, who I will get to later when I... Talk about the Galactic Edge and Frontier Space, as well as Crab Space in general. It... There are some odd, odd, very incriminating things done by the current president of the PROH, and the past seven in general. I haven't been alive for most of them. Well, I've been alive for... Actually, I have been alive for most of them. However, I am of the current belief that most, at least two-thirds of the officials, the high-ranking officials especially, of the PROH are corrupt. I think, well, there's been a supposed cult going around, and I think a few of them are members of it. It is not known by any any details about it, other than the fact that it exists. And if it does exist, I know that at least 10% of the officials are members. Maybe. At least... At least Mithernan. No, not Mithernan. He is... well... He's not a heron, so... Heron, but... Why am I making so many mistakes today? But he is not one of the people that are usually employed. It's surprising how how much the PROH almost <sighs> treats people that are not of its founding species differently. Not any worse, but, well, 
It's odd. The PRH is one of the few groups that seems to prioritize members of its founding race more than those outside of it. Which isn't very common. Usually those kind of things don't really matter. Outside of mechanical races, but they are usually different than most others on their mindsets. Due to the fact that some of them were constructed by businessmen long, well, ages ago, and others were, well, organisms putting themselves in other bodies so that they could have improved bodies due to the fact that their current bodies were seen as improvable. I am. Anyways, I should probably get back on topic, shouldn't I? In summary, I believe that the PROH is extremely corrupt, and if it... I don't want to give any ideas, but it wouldn't take much for the PROH to fall. And I believe that if things keep going the way that they are going, it will get itself in a war with another group, and it will maybe even be kicked out of the Federation and sent to... Well, maybe even sent into anarchy. Though I think that isn't likely. It's surprising. It has fallen so much from grace. I never really thought of it as the most impressive of the major groups that are now a part of the Federation. But it's it's just odd how far it's fallen from what it once was, especially during the first half of the Federation. But I do think within... Around five centaurs, it will be gone. And finally, I am going to say my opinions on the Krabs family, Frontier Space, and the Galactic Edge. Everyone knows that the best way to survive in Crab Space is to leave. The best way to survive in front, not frontier space. The best way to survive in the galactic edge is to make sure your planet isn't in the process of being taken over. Well, system. That your system isn't in the process of being taken over by crab space and the crab's empire. And that you live in a, one of the more stable locations. And if you live in frontier space, well, just, just look at human history. You'll you'll get most of the knowledge you need there. There are obvious differences. I would recommend... Well, I would recommend trying to get as much money as possible and buying as much land there as possible as just the simplest way to be successful later and to... Well, personally, I believe going to frontier space, and this also applies... But not as much to the galactic edge. I, however, the issue with frontier space is many areas have their maps have been lost, so it is a risky area. High risk, high reward, compared to the setting up the same thing, buying a bunch of land in the galactic edge. Well, 
First off, it's harder considering most of the systems have already been bought, but an easy way to do that is just to find a random location, maybe. There's an easy way to do that. Most ships have something that just goes to a random place that has a gravitational single signal often associated with stars. However, there is a slight chance that you will stumble across an object that you don't want to. However, it is not very likely whatsoever. I apologize for... Anyways! Oh, funny. I should probably continue. It is... Most of you already should already know this. Oh, okay. Most of you should already know that. There have been a few recent things with the Crab's Empire, however. They are... Attacking many ASL and... Well, not really ASL at all. They are attacking quite a few Arakai ships. Mainly ref... not refugee. Mainly surviving ships from battles that have already happened and ships supposedly setting things up. As well as just other outlaws and criminals in Galactic Edge and... well, it's not really... and the few areas in Frontier Space that the Arakai go to. And also Forbidden Space. And also, just in case, uh, don't go to Forbidden, Sp to Forbidden Space. It is not worth it. Or the Forbidden Galactic Sector, or region, whatever you want to call it. There is no maps there, and, well, it's a self-explanatory why you would not want to buy anything there. Also, an easy, well, I wouldn't say easy. It Also, in a frontier space, I've noticed that it isn't that difficult to make a lot of money from mining there. And it isn't that hard to buy small moons there where you can strip mine the moon's resources to make even more money by the planet. And you know where I'm going. I feel like Frontier Space is actually a pretty good place to be if you want to be a successful businessman and maybe even grow legitimate empires. However... I believe not many will succeed in that. In the long run, that is. I feel like in only a few major cycles, maybe, maybe, maybe even, maybe a few Denta, but that is not... Actually, I think that's more likely. In a few Denta, there will be many, many semi-significant organizations and companies located in Frontier Space. And, well, yeah. Many of them will be destroyed by the maps changing and their main bases being destroyed by wandering black holes that just so happen to enter within a few centaur. And eventually by... It, it won't take long. Maybe one centaur will be all it takes for there to be around 20, maybe even five significant 
companies and organizations in frontier space, which will have no doubt either expanded a lot or shrunk into nearly nothing. By then, I don't think there'll be an in-between. Either way, the Krabs families... I know that this, this segment is definitely... doesn't have that much of a... Th- really, anything. But the Krabs family are... Well, they're almost falling apart. Well, they're not really falling apart, but... Some of the more infamous family members, such as Kodrak Bian, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, I don't care, is, well, he was one of the top three most wealthy, most successful members of the family. And, well, he was assassinated by most likely another family member, but... There have also been a few planets struck with apocalyptic scenarios. However, I don't think I don't think it's too big to fall, but I do think it's too big for a noticeable nearly instant decline. I think that it will be a slow and steady decline from here, which for everyone living there and everyone that will live there in the future is fantastic news. And on that good note, or somewhat good note, I will not be ending this episode. I will be ending the segment. And I will be moving on to... uh, Well... Not much. Actually, what am I talking about? I I don't have anything else written down. That has been... Well, that has been today's episode of True News from Harith Space. And, well, that has been today's episode. Good night, and everybody.